0: Football 24 7, our Tuesday edition, with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel, all presented by Stateside Vodka. What are we going to talk about during the bye week? Well, there's a new coaching staff in town or a new mentality for the 2021 season. The coaches don't work during the bye week anymore. So, John. So John <laughs> no, I
2: well, I wouldn't. No, that's not the case. I mean, they were working today, and yeah, you know, Nick said he's going to give them some time off this week to to recharge their batteries, and then they're going to be back. Um, you know, back probably Sunday, Monday, start refocusing on on the Washington football team and getting ready uh for the next game so uh they have a jump on washington a little bit uh who's got to go through a game this weekend so that's the buy sort of the new nfl and I, I don't have a problem with it. there's no you don't have the players the players collectively bargain uh that they have the week off you have to give them the week off so you now what are the coaches going to do other than uh cut up film that they're going to do anyway so You give him a little recharge your batteries goes. you know, Nick said he's going to go to his son's black football game on Wednesday, things like that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, Krause.
0: New school versus old school. Old school on full display last night, Monday night football, when uh, when the old master Bill Belichick decided to run the football on every single play uh, with the exception of three, uh, because that's what, Uh, that's what the game conditions told him, I guess. Uh, Whatever it was, Johnny Mac, uh, boy, he stuck to it and he pounded it out all night.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, 50 mile an hour winds will do that. Um, You know, there was a big win game uh, a couple years ago when the Eagles were up in Buffalo, if you remember that game. So um, Buffalo's that kind of place where, uh, on a given day, if the weather is right, and it was like a snow globe, people were saying last night at times. So, um, yeah, he takes it to the extreme. But one thing about Bill Belich- Belichick, look, greatest coach of all time. And, you know, people talk about uh, analytics, and I saw a great uh, tweet from, um, I, I, I forget what it was, but essentially saying, I forget who tweeted it. I'd like to give him credit for it. But essentially saying analytics is this sort of term that has turned into a hot-button issue, and people say, I like it, I hate it. Really all it is is an all-encompassing term to look for inefficiencies and and try to take advantage of it. And I think it's ironic that the guy who's always – taking advantage of those inefficiencies is, is the 70 year old guy who's been around forever. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's, that's an individual person. Bill Belichick has always been that way. You know, he sees a 220 pound linebacker. It's December. Everybody is bringing in these players that can cover and rush. And he'll, he'll throw a fullback out there and he'll run right at you. and, Then you see Sean McDermott on the other side. He's a really good football coach, but he's not Bill Belichick. He doesn't adjust quickly enough. Um, It's pretty amazing, Bill Belichick. Really is. Yeah, agree with you there, Johnny Mack. We did not
0: uh, have an opportunity on Monday night to do our deep dive version of football 24 uh, seven going into the, uh, or coming out of the game after you have had uh, 24 hours or 18 hours or whatever it is to process uh, the game today was coordinator day. So let's start there uh, in terms of conversation from the podium uh, with the defensive coordinator, Uh, with the offensive coordinator, give us a sense of what was part of that conversation. I'm sure there was a question or two about Gardner Minshew.
2: Yeah, not many. The Eagles have done a good job kind of refocusing and, and cutting off at the path. I'm actually pretty impressed that they've been able to avoid this quarterback controversy. If you want to call that, I, I, I said from the start, maybe that's why, you know, the Eagles have, told us time and time again behind the scenes, look, there is no controversy here. So people can think what they, whatever they want outside the building. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of this team. And we've kind of reported that pretty consistently. Um, but I'll give you an example we brought up last week. You know, you, you essentially told Nick Sirianni, you know what's coming, right? If Gardner plays well and he said yeah he knows what's coming but doesn't matter to him um in the fact of, of quarterback controversy and things like that i never pictured in a million years gardner Minshew would play as well as he did so you have that thrown into the equation as well look the passing game was better with gardner Minshew. the running game not as good but still good um They ran for 185 yards. It's not 200, but you can live with 185. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, But the Eagles think Jalen Hurts gives them a better opportunity to win. And they're probably probably right. You do have to enter in the context of the New York Jets, who are a really bad football team. And you're coming out of the bye facing the Washington football team, who – is likely the team you're going to have to beat to make the playoffs. They play them twice over the final four weeks, home and home series. If one of these two teams is able to sweep the other, that team's making the playoffs period. Um, So the game coming out of the bye is as big as it gets. And it's at Lincoln financial field. Eagles almost have to get it. Um, And they're going to go with Jalen Hurts. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts. And I think, you know, when the real controversy, if there's a real controversy to start, you know, say Jalen plays and and you're down manageable, but you have a really bad first half, then you got to ask yourself, all right, we got to win this football game. Do we go to Gardner Minshew? That's where I think. The Eagles have to ask themselves hard questions now. If he plays well, it's not an issue.
0: John, if that scenario becomes a part of reality, and that decision is there to be made, what do you think? What do you think they would do? I think. No, I know it's a
2: speculation, but what do you think? You're yeah, it's purely speculation. I think from everything they've told me. I mean, they're sticking with Jalen Hurts to be healthy. Um. And I mean, because
0: here's the question: Do you want to win to get in to grab a playoff spot, or do you want to continue to finish the evaluation of Jalen Hurts?
2: Um, if you're asking me, I want to make the playoffs. I want to win the game. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I think you've gotten plenty on Jalen Hurts. Uh, as far as the goes if they haven't made up their mind on jalen hurts by now um, the next four games especially if he's playing remember in this scenario and this is all spent in this scenario he's playing poorly in the first half what 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 more are you going to evaluate in the next three and a half games. I'm trying to make the playoffs if I'm Nick Sirianni, period. That's his job. The evaluation, that's Howie's job. That's offseason stuff. That's what we talked about. I've already made my evaluation. Is Russell Wilson available? Will he come to Philadelphia? I'm trading for him. Is Deshaun Watson cleared of, of legal entanglements? Will he agree to come to Philadelphia? I'm trading for him. Period. Um, Evaluation of Kenny Pickett's of the world, quarterbacks like that, that depends on Andy Weidel and the personnel department. That's a much murkier thing. Russell Wilson, you can't get him. You can't get to Sean Watson. You don't like any of the rookie quarterbacks. There's no law that says a bridge quarterback can't be a bridge for more than a year. In other words, the Eagles should have already made that decision. Now, with a month left in the season, go make the playoffs. By hook or by crook. And the luxury of that is, Krause, this is not Carson Wentz. You can bench Jalen Hurts for a half. He's been through this. He's been through this at the college level. He's not going to be broken by that. He can go back and start again the next week and be fine. So you have that luxury as well. I'm, I'm trying to win the game. That, that would be my tact.
0: Football 24-7 with John McMullen. a reminder, presented by Stateside <clears throat> Vodka. Now that we are uh, in the guts of the holiday season, make Stateside Vodka and Stateside Vodka Soda uh, your uh, choice, Uh, Go to statesidevodka.com, use the keyword Jacob, you can still get 15% off, and you can still get a rocks glass if it is your first time visiting statesidevodka.com. One programming alert this Thursday, John McMullen, Jody Mack, together, live at Screwballs in King of Prussia, 6pm, we'll get the festivities underway it will be all kind of fun stuff as we celebrate that win uh, over the New York Jets uh, and begin to zero in on that back stretch of games, this body of work, as John said, we need, the team needs to go make the playoffs. John, uh, what did you learn uh, from Sunday that we didn't see um, now that you've had an opportunity and, and because we didn't talk on Monday, um, what did you learn out of that game Um that is either of a concern or that you were surprised by in a positive way?
2: Well, I was surprised how well Gardner Minshew played. Um, first 30 minutes of that game, Krause, by the NFL's definition, he was perfect. He had a 158.3 passer rating. Can't go any higher than that. He was 14 out of 15, uh, one incompletion, and that was a throwaway. They were throwing the screen. It wasn't uh, the Jets had sniffed it out. He just threw it into the ground. Um, You know, they got the lead. They started running the football. They were still effective running the football. Uh, Really, really a good performance. And Gardner proved he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the NFL. So you have to give Howie Roseman a lot of credit um, for pulling off that deal. I know people don't like to do that, but – this is a perfect scenario for a backup quarterback. Your your starter injures his ankle, can't go for a week. You need somebody who can go win a football game. Well, Gardner Minshew went and won that football game, so you have to give him a lot of credit. Um, the passing offense was really uh, efficient. Uh, the football came out of his hands very quickly. He processed quickly, so it kind of showed you. You also got information on the offense. A lot of people were saying when Jalen Hurts was struggling. Bad play calls, people would say. Nick Sirianni's not helping him. Now you got an opportunity to see Nick Sirianni's offense with a different quarterback. That's information. Um
1: same I offense. Say, same
2: same offense. offense. Same offense. Robert Sala uh the Jets coach is um you know kind of explained it as obviously when you have Gardner when you have those RPOs you're going to run it more and you're going to throw the intermediate throws that's what he was expecting that's what happened with Jalen he's going to pull it down he's going to run the football that's what he was expecting if, if, if Jalen played same offense different style of quarterback um You know, you've been on the air for me enough to know, you've heard me say all the time, people do not judge play calling. They judge play results because they don't know what the play call is. They judge the result of that play. If the result isn't good, that's a bad play call. If the result is good, that's a good play call. Not necessarily,
1: you know. At Parker, our purpose is simple.
2: Sometimes Jalen Hurts can overcome a bad play call uh, because of his athleticism, his ability to extend plays, things like that. Um, So it can work in two different ways. But you saw this offense, and that's information. When we talk about the evaluation process, that helps you evaluate. They would like to see... Jalen Hurts process more quickly, get the football out of his hands more quick uh, in a quicker fashion. Um, Doug Peterson always used to use the phrase, let the offense work for you. Gardner Minshew let the offense work for him. If you could sort of mesh Jalen Hurts's rushing ability with the ability to do that, you would really have something.
0: Good stuff, good insight from uh, NFL Insider here on Football 24-7, John McMullen. As you're speaking, I'm processing and I'm trying to ask myself the question, well, if the Eagles really do want to make the playoffs and Gardner Minshew is the better quarterback if you're basing that statement on one game running the same playbook. And well, ability- I don't,
2: I, they don't think he's a better quarterback, number one, um, because they think Jalen – they're right. There are things that Jalen Hurts can do that Gardner can't. Um, you're not getting the off-schedule offense. You're not getting the ability – to extend plays, you're not getting the extra 60 yards per game running the football, which puts such a stretch on the defense. So there are things that Jalen Hurts offers to this offense that Gardner Minshew does not. Um, Again, unfortunately, uh, uh, the intermediate stuff he, he brings to this offense. That's not a strength of Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts' strengths are not the strengths of Gardner Minshew. So it's this dichotomy. It's this opposing conflicting abilities and skill sets. The Eagles have judged Jalen is the better of the two options, but you have to go about it differently. That's, That's where they are. John, what does
0: Jalen Hurts take away from that game? He traveled with the team. <clears throat> he was there. He watched the game. Had the earpiece yeah, in, I'm assuming. What did what did he learn from the offense watching it on the sideline?
2: Well, hopefully, you know, that you know, get the football out of your hand. That would be the most um Trust your read, trust your eyes. You know, a lot of people go back to the, the Giants game and they talked about the final play uh, where the ball was designed to go to Devontae Smith and there was a split second where he was open. Throw it. Grow the football. Bang, right there. That's what the good quarterbacks do. Um, not when he turned up field and started waving his arms. That – that, that's not what I'm talking about. When he was on the crossing route, had a little bit of a step, that's when the ball should have came out. That's when the ball should have came out. Too often it doesn't come out, and that's where you have these scramble drills. And it turned out he still made a great play. He extended the play, made a great throw to Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager didn't catch it. So that's the kind of stuff he offers that Gardner Minshew doesn't offer. So, you know, if Gardner ran that play, it's probably out right away to Devontae Smith. Um, But, you know, if it's a bad throw, if it's incomplete, if Bradbury makes a good play, um, game's over from that standpoint, you're not going to extend the play. You're not going to get that second opportunity. So it's a give and take.
0: Uh, by the way, I don't and I don't know if you have the recall on this or not. Devontae Smith in the game on Sunday, what were what were what was the numbers?
2: Uh, he only had two catches, four targets. You know, it's interesting. Gardner threw the football twenty-five times. Um, uh, three of those were throwaways. Um, so only twenty-two targeted passes. Were thrown in the game um 20 of those were completed could be 18 i'm getting either way uh dallas goddard kenny gainwell quez watkins miles sanders jalen rager all five of those players every time they were targeted completion i think it was 18 it was 18 out of 18 um Devonte was targeted four times, two completions. Those were the only two targeted passes that were incomplete the entire afternoon. One of them was a 50-50 ball, though, where he gave Devontae Smith an opportunity in the end zone. And guess what? That resonates with receivers. They like that. Give me an opportunity, didn't come up with it, incomplete pass, no harm, no foul. So uh Again, 22 passes were targeted, uh, 20 were complete. Um, and you saw guys who weren't involved. Kenny Gainwell was not involved. this, if you go back to the shift in this offense, which happened in Las Vegas when they went from the early season offense to the more <clears throat> run heavy offense that started in Las Vegas. Since that time, Kenny Gainwell, wasn't a part of this offense any longer. Quez Watkins wasn't a part of this offense. Miles Sanders, not a part of the passing game. Uh, When he came back from the ankle injury, certainly part of the running game, but not part of the passing game. Those guys all caught the football. Kenny, five for five. Quez, three for three. Miles was either three for three or two for two. Get those guys involved. And all of a sudden, you have Dallas Goddard, who had the big game. Devontae Smith, those are 1A and 1B, or vice versa. But you got to have those other guys involved. Even if it's just dump off screens, what have you, that's what Gardner was able to bring to this offense, from a passing perspective.
0: So excuse the ignorance on my part of the follow-up to that. So – if it's the same playbook under that same exact scenario using those five receivers, is it safe to assume that that would not be the results if it were Jalen Hurts?
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I always say, again, from a passing standpoint, see, people are going to latch on to this. Then you have the other end of the spectrum. And that's why I go to Robert Sala, who, and I'm going to try to pull it up real quick. Um, it, it, he understand Nick Sirianni's got to protect his own team, um, as Robert Sala has to protect his own team. But Robert can tell the truth when it comes to the Eagles. Nick Sirianni can tell the truth when it comes to the jets they don't have to worry about protecting uh their particular uh, players uh that's just the way of the nfl so um you know robert said you know it, it's it it's just what were they what here uh, i'm pulling up the quote right now so i apologize So this is Robert Seller. Where Jalen might be a little more aggressive, we knew Minshew was going to be a little more intermediate, check down. Where Jalen would run, we knew Minshew would hand the ball off or be more RPO-ish, if you will, handing the ball off in the RPOs is what he meant. From a pass game standpoint, where Jalen would tuck it and run, we knew that Minshew would try to buy time and throw the football. He just sat behind that offensive line, did a good job buying time and finding open receivers. That's the opposing coach, who's a defensive-minded coach. He's a he's a defensive guy. He knew what was going to happen. It's the same offense, um, but it's being run by different styles of quarterbacks. Uh, and and that was the difference. And look, it worked. Um, Against the Jets, as I said, they don't have a lot of talent right now. Um, They're still rebuilding. Washington, as I said, a much better defense. That would be much more difficult. They already understand. Now they have Gardner Minshew on tape. They know what he's going to do. They're going to jump those intermediate routes. It's going to become more difficult if he has to play. And that's one of the reasons the Eagles know that as well. That's one of the reasons they're intent on going back to Jalen Hurts. But here's Sal again. He says a system is a system. They weren't going to change their entire system all in one week. It was the same offense run by different styles of quarterbacks. One is more pass-heavy. Versus one who's more run heavy. John, where
0: is Jalen Hurts right now in terms of the injury? Has that has there been any sort of an update provided? Is it one where they will not revisit that question until the teams come back
2: after the bye week? What do you know about that? Uh, he he's expected to play after the bye. Yeah. And, and Nick admitted that on Monday, he never likes to put a timetable. But I can tell you, Jalen was on the field at MetLife Stadium, didn't have a boot on or anything of that nature, wasn't limping. Um, you have the, the, the entire week off and, and another week on top of it as you get prepared. The Eagles expect him to play uh, against Washington in in two weeks.
0: What was the official
2: injury to Jalen? Sprained his ankle. Um, And, you know, we have been talking about that all the time. I think, you know, with Jalen's style of play, people would say, oh, you know, he's going to get hurt. And they're talking about um, significant injuries. And I always said it doesn't even have to be a significant injury if he gets banged up, you know, one of the reasons that's the bigger question, you know, Nick also admitted Jalen wanted to play. He wanted to play. He was, he was pushing to play. Um, Could he have played if there were a playoff game, for instance, probably, probably could have played, but, when you have a running quarterback with a sprained ankle, you're limiting what he does well. So the Eagles put that into the equation as well. And that's one of the reasons he didn't play against the Jets.
0: Good stuff tonight from NFL insider John McMullen here on Football 24 7. Don't forget if you're from the Philadelphia region, anywhere within proximity of King of Prussia. On Thursday night, come on out. John McMullen, Jody Mack for a special live edition of Birds 365. We'll bring John McMullen out to the mayhem on Thursday night uh, in King of Prussia. Jody Mack had a great time out there. His first time, Johnny Mack. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah, I got to get
2: my rocks glass.
0: Crousey. we'll get you we'll get you out there i'm i'm wondering if i'm just going to send the send the car over uh to pick you and jody up simultaneously
2: No, oh, dude do, do do me a solid send the car please,
0: please. <laughs> now, this way you'll be a little bit more relaxed when you show up you can have a good time uh so we'll figure all that stuff out we'll work yeah, through it's that a bear to
2: get the king of prussia yeah it's it is
0: absolutely. a bear there's no, no doubt about it
2: great stuff johnny
0: mac appreciate it man All right. Thanks, Russ. Oh, don't forget, like. Like, share, subscribe. Share and subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Johnny Mack, we'll see you tomorrow with Jody Mack on Birds 365. Good night, everyone.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation,